You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 198. In this episode, I'm speaking about how hiring experts elevates your business. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is about the benefits of investing into experts and how that investment and these experts help you take your business to the next level. To grab the show notes of this episode, go to signal.com forward slash 198. When I started my business, I shied away from hiring experts. I thought it would be expensive, I couldn't afford it, and... I I thought I knew it all. After eight months in business, I finally hired a virtual assistant. And I could barely afford it. But I realized I was doing a lot of things again and again, the same things. And it was stopping me from being able to grow my business. And what a relief it was to stop doing these repetitive tasks. But actually, I should have hired a cleaner first because that would have freed my mind even more. It took me a time to realize that hiring expert is not a cost, but actually an investment. And it's weird because I was a CEO for 10 years before I started my business, but it's very different when your name is on the line, it's your money, and you feel like you're getting less money when you hire someone. So. I saw it as a cost and not an investment. But every time I hired an expert, I asked myself, why didn't I do this sooner? I would beat myself up for a little while for not having seen the light. And that's why I'm doing this episode, because I want you to think about this as an investment and not as a cost. Because what generally happens is that working with experts frees up my time. So I can do more of the things that I enjoy and I'm really good at and the expert can do things for me that I'm not so good at or I shouldn't be doing at all. It's a win-win on so many levels. My business grows and I've provided someone else with a job so that they can grow their business. I've started to enjoy hiring and working with experts and see it as a privilege to be able to grow my business and the economy at the same time. Because a growing economy is only possible if people spend their money and don't try to do everything themselves. So it's a triple win-win. Basically, I have a lean team that consists of me, my online business manager, Lynn, and Martin, my husband, who is our chief operating officer. I prefer to keep the team very small and have several contractors or experts that work with us for a few hours a week or I call in for specific projects. So the question is, where should you start? Obviously, with someone cleaning your home. It is not 
that you think of the cleaner as an expert for your business. But the thing is, it takes away time. And even if you can convince another family member to clean for or with you, it is still taking away time. And the times that I've been thinking about that I should clean up my home and rather chose to work on my business, think about all these moments where you're thinking of you should be doing this, you should be doing that, if you actually had a person doing it for you. I've been very lucky with my housekeeper in Switzerland. She's been with me for, I think it's about three years now. So not in my first year of business, but quickly after that, it's towards the end of the first year of my business that I finally bit the bullet and got it and I hired. And I call her a housekeeper more than a cleaner because she really takes care of the house. I travel a lot and she will come when I'm away and she will make sure that the windows are opened and closed, that there's fresh air in the home before I come that all the plants outside are watered, that the terrace doesn't get full of green grass. And on my mastermind days, she also comes and cooks for us and takes care of my clients. So for me, she is just a fairy tale godmother that I was so lucky to find about three years ago. But the thing is, I have two homes. I have a home in Iceland. In 2008, I left with one suitcase to move to Switzerland to my now husband and we built there a home together with our stepsons or with my stepsons and I always thought well getting a cleaner for my flat in Iceland didn't make sense I didn't spend much time there but you know what happened every time I came to Iceland my mom would go and clean for several hours now my mom is now 73 years old my dad has been sick for over a year my mom is also not the fittest anymore, especially taking care of her. My dad has, you know, it's been a heavy weight, heavy burden for her. And I was starting to feel worse and worse about her coming to my flat and cleaning it before I would arrive. So I finally, and this is just a few weeks ago, <laughs> and it's maybe the, one of the reasons I'm doing this episode, that I hired someone to come to my home and she's coming when I'm not there. So that's fantastic. So when I actually come to Iceland, I fly a lot to Iceland since a year, since my dad has gotten sick. But before that I was maybe there four, five, six times a year, but now I'm there a lot longer and more often. And it's really important to me to come to my home feeling good and not the first thing that you have to do, especially let's say you stay only three, four days in Iceland. And uh, the first thing I have to do is to spend a few hours cleaning. No, so I feel a huge relief having sorted that out as well. So cleaner is number one. Virtual assistant, someone who can take off your repetitive tasks. Now I call this episode uh, how hiring experts helps you elevate your business. And maybe you don't look at a virtual assistant or a cleaner as an expert, but I do. And even if you have to train a virtual assistant, so maybe you hire someone and they do not know how your webinar system works. They are still an expert. And especially after you have trained them, they've become an expert in something. And what typically happens if you have the patience 
and work with someone for a long time, they will know a lot of things that you do not know, or they become really good at something that you are not good at anymore, or you shouldn't be good at anymore in your business. So I definitely view virtual assistants as experts in your business, whether they work on a retainer or come in for a project, you need someone to help you. I started to work with several virtual assistants towards the end of my first year in business. And then I was also lucky. It's funny because I do not believe in luck. I believe that if you put out there what you really want and you are diligent in your search, that you find the right people. Now, I have also been unlucky and hired people that have not worked out. These are still wonderful people. Some of them are my Facebook friends. And it just didn't work out between us. And uh, there's no harm done, you know. We are on the search. They are on the search of finding someone they can work with. And you are on the search for finding someone you can work with. So yes, I've also made hiring mistakes. But I've also been lucky to find someone like Lynn over three years ago. And she started a few hours a week to work for me. And then... Every time she would uh, lose a client or some time was freed up in her business, she actually reached out to me and I'm very grateful for that. She reached out to me and asked, I see you have more tasks. Uh, would you like me to work more for you? And every time I said yes. And now she works for me 30 hours a week, which is in my view, a full-time position because honestly, I don't really want someone to have to work 40 hours a week. So yes, virtual assistant, you can have one or many. I prefer to have one person that can do a lot of things. Now the role of Lynn will be changing soon. I'm not gonna reveal exactly what that is right now. So we are definitely planning to hire a marketing assistant soon. And I call it a marketing assistant, of course it's a virtual assistant, but someone who can take more than marketing tasks so that Lynn can focus on other more coaching and strategic tasks in my business. So whether you have many or one, you definitely need someone to take off the load and take the repetitive tasks away from you or do the technical tasks that you may or may not be so good at. But I want to move on to some other people and not stay on virtual assistants the whole episode. Although that could be a complete episode actually. No, I talk about experts in a way that Someone that does a task for you that you don't know how to do, uh, shouldn't be doing, or is an expert task that you actually need. So for instance, a photographer. If you are running an online business, you need pictures of yourself. There's no way around it. And I did my first pictures in January 2014, pretty much at the start of my business. I used some of them for a while. And then I did another photo shoot in the October of my first year, so pretty much 10 months later. And then I was so happy with those pictures that I used them for three years. It wasn't until, I think it was about nine months ago, that my photographer told me, yeah, I call him my photographer, even though I, you know, I don't go so often to him, but we have had a great relationship on and off for many, many years, also in terms of doing the website for him. He told me I needed new pictures and I realized you know, I was doing all these things. I had launched a podcast. I was blogging, doing Facebook lives. I was on the way of building a seven figure business and I was not investing in photography. I was a little bit shocked myself, to be honest. So I quickly fixed that. I had a photo shoot with my photographer in Iceland 
And this is a person, as I said, I've known him probably since 2000, 2002. We first worked together through a website company I was running. And then he offered me a photo shoot in 2008. Since then, I have been going to him, but obviously I didn't go for three years. He also photographed my wedding. So yeah, we have a great relationship. He comes on Mastermind Retreat Iceland. So if you are planning to come, or maybe you want to come in the future, he actually is with us for the whole six days. He's one of the best photographers in Iceland. So it's a super treat. I don't even think I mentioned it on the sales page. Uh, so he takes pictures, of course, for me that I use for marketing. But the bonus is that the people who go on the retreat get fantastic pictures of them as well in Icelandic nature. But when I started to mastermind days in Switzerland, I do that once a year in January in Zurich. I had to find someone in Switzerland because I thought, well, I'm not going to fly in my photographer friend from Iceland for one day. Well, I've changed my mind. Maybe that's something that I would do now. But three years ago, that sounded pretty ridiculous to me. And Mastermind Day Zurich uh, happened. But actually, I was so lucky. Oh, I'm talking about luck again. This is weird because I don't believe in luck. Let's say the universe provided that there is actually an Icelandic photographer living in Switzerland. So what a great coincidence. So she has, of course, become my house photographer in Switzerland. So if I do anything in Switzerland, uh, she was just on the VIP mastermind retreat with my VIP masterminders. She was with us for three days there as well, doing marketing pictures for me. But also the great treat is that the guests, my VIP masterminders also can get some nice pictures of themselves at the retreat. So we have talked about a photographer. You should have one wherever you live, someone you go to again and again. It's important. And that's why I talk about here experts. Experts are preferably also a part of your extended team. I talked about having a lean team, a small team, your core team, but your extended team are ideally people you go to again and again. They get to know you and they understand your business and you do not have to explain everything again and again and again. It is so much fun to work with both Alma in Switzerland and Gasse in Iceland because we do not need to exchange any words. We just meet and say hi and hug each other, of course, and off we go and get to work. And I do the coaching and they take care of the photographing and everything just works smoothlessly and perfect. If you do a photo shoot, you need a makeup artist. And I also believe you should have someone you go to again and again. I have had the same makeup artist in Iceland several times. And actually, I have flown her in from Iceland and from Dubai. And this is me thinking big, flying in an expert. But when I'm somewhere else, like in New York or anywhere else in the world, and maybe that is a quick photo shoot, then I have to find someone there. But I do ask around. And now I have someone in New York as well that I like and can go to again and again. And she did some things in the first makeup that I didn't like so much. And then I could tell her, but it's better to go back to the same person because she's gotten now the directions from me. So one thing I invested in, this is in August or September, I think September, 2016. It was the first mastermind retreat Iceland. And the retreat was coming up in a few weeks and I thought, oh, I have everything sorted. But last minute I hired an assistant because I didn't have anyone help me for five days. And I was alone coaching 11 people. 
So I realized I need someone to maybe take care of, you know, booking the restaurants. Actually, I had booked the restaurants, but more like, you know, notifying the restaurants if we were on time, uh, making sure there were towels in every room, uh, making sure that breakfast was on time, you know, all these little details that you should not be doing as a coach, trainer, consultant. So just before the retreat, I hired an assistant and that's what you can do. You can hire someone just for a few days and uh, and. I, I wanted to say luck again. Ooh, I just grabbed it there. This was someone that I had actually studied with, or not studied with. Let's say she had lived in Switzerland. I knew her husband from my studies in Karlsruhe, Germany. So we kind of knew each other. And then I see on Facebook that she is studying to become a guide, a tourist guide. And she hadn't even started, or maybe she was a few weeks in, and I said, hey, become my assistant on the retreat. We'll be traveling around Iceland as well. And then you can kind of, it's a win-win situation. She can also get some experience. So we did that. But also I asked my photographer friend to come for two days to grab some marketing pictures for us. Since then, he's coming on the whole retreat since then. But on the first retreat, it was only two days. But what I did, and this was, hmm, I had to get over probably some, I wouldn't say just money mindset issues, but the thing of like, who are you to hire someone to do something like this for you? I was scrolling through Facebook and saw a fantastic drone video. I didn't know the guy, it looked like a very young guy. I looked him up on his Facebook profile and saw he was working at a newspaper so I was like oh so this is probably his hobby it looked like a very serious hobby because it was an awesome video but it didn't look like it was his job yet I contacted him and was very careful like oh what would that cost if he does a video like that for me by coming on my retreat anyway we were arranged for something and I think it was a win-win deal for both of us and he came and did this most amazing drone video that I still use today And I had to get over myself, really, to make an investment. And that's why I want to come back to the investment. It's an investment. It's not a cost. When you invest in something like video or photography, and it's on a professional level, and I guess video more than photography, because we all understand in online business that we need pictures for our website and social media. But do we get that we need a fantastic lifestyle business video, or in this case, a fantastic retreat video? I think it's worth gold to have a video like that. Of course, you're not going to pay gold. But in that moment, when you make the investment, you might mm, make an extra schluck. <laughs> you know, it might be uh, feel like a lot of money. But when you look back a few years later, you think like, why didn't I do this sooner? Of course, I want to talk about copywriter as well. I think I write pretty decent copy. But I realized, and this is pretty much exactly a year ago, that I needed some help with my launches in terms of sales pages and probably the emails. And I got help. And I'm so glad I made that investment. And it was another gulp investment. It was a lot of money. And I was like, "Hmm, I hope this, you know, has a return on investment. And sometimes you don't know, like doing the video, retreat video, do you exactly know know how much money you made by doing that video? No, it's a gut feeling. And you just have to go with your gut feeling as well. 
So I hired a copywriter. I love the sales pages. The emails, I'm still happier when I write them myself, but the investment into a copywriter for your sales pages definitely pays off. And then in August last year, I launched my podcast. And I think I had gotten the message by then. You hire experts, you outsource what you're not really good at, and you do not waste your time on editing and doing things or learning things that it's just not the best use of my time. So I hired a podcast editor and I got in contact with her. I, it was on my radar for a few months to do a podcast. So I got in touch with her early enough to figure out all the details. I had downloaded some freebie on how to do podcasting, but that's it. I never did a course. I never did any you know, training or coaching with someone. I just hired a good editor and I then asked her what to do and we did it and it saved me so much time. I paid her also for setting up most of the things and I got started. It was a lot of work in the beginning on my behalf, you know, organizing all the episodes and of course I have to do the recording. I have to speak into the microphone like I'm doing right now and I have to decide, you know, what are the episodes, who are the guest speakers, blah, 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 blah. but the editing once I've recorded this and I hit uh, save in my uh, Adobe edition, my work is done. And that's an amazing feeling. And that's only possible because I have a podcast editor, show note writer, and then my online business manager takes care of the blog post and the images and scheduling everything to social media. Yeah, so hiring a podcast editor was a no-brainer. But I thought first we could do the show notes in-house. I thought I could do it myself. I thought maybe Lynn could do it. And then it came to kind of finalizing the first few episodes. We hadn't launched yet, luckily not. And I got a very weird feeling about it. I thought, somebody has to listen to the whole episode and summarize it. This is probably at least one hour work for an untrained person or even more. And the weird thought that I had had that I could do this myself, I threw that quickly away. Then I thought, Lynn is a very valuable part of my team and I do not feel this is the best use of her time either. So I asked my podcast editor, can we get someone else to do it? She knew someone and we have worked with the same person since then. I'm very proud of the process we have for the podcast because it's such a smooth process that I'm amazed every week how we get out three episodes a week, always, always on time. So who do you else have on my team? Accountant, of course. Uh, she is a contractor and she is on an hourly basis working on our uh, bookkeeping. We had a lot to catch up on. I hired someone that did some bad things. I'm probably going to do a separate episode on that. That's actually a good reminder to talk about that. So basically had did a bad job. I realized on the third year in business that this was happening. So we had to hire someone to completely redo all our books. Uh, luckily we are now, I'm using the word luck again. Oh, this is weird. Yes, we are already caught up. So uh, that's good. So I don't know exactly how many hours you will work for this, the rest of 2018. But it's been a lot of hours because we had to clean up some mess from some other people. But it's important that you have a bookkeeper. Don't do it yourself. 
And then Facebook ad manager. Also for a long time, I did my Facebook ads myself. I'm teaching Facebook ads. I'm always on, I really know what's happening. Even if I've had a Facebook ad manager now for a while, I know what works and what doesn't work. I am very involved and the methods he uses. And I also inform myself and I always make sure that from time to time I put out some ads myself. But it was weird to outsource something that I actually thought I was good at. But the thing is, you can be good at something and you should still outsource it. My zone of genius is sharing my message, telling you stories, coaching my clients, making sales, of course, keeping the money coming in so I can pay all these experts. But it's maybe not Facebook ads. You know, you have to be watching Facebook ads almost every single day. And as soon as you can, you should outsource it. It is quite an investment. I would say it's a minimum investment probably of $1,000 per month if you have someone decent and it's probably even more. So hiring this out, especially in <laughs> when I thought I should be doing it. Yeah, that was tricky. But I have a wonderful person now and uh, I have it on a retainer. And uh, she has eight clients. I'm one of her clients and I absolutely love working with her. And she I also writes fantastic ad copy for me. So these are all the experts that I remember working with now. But the reason I'm doing this episode is that recently I've up-leveled again in my hiring. As my business grows, I realize that I outgrow many of the experts that I worked with before. It's not that they're not good at what they're doing but they will not help me get to the next level. And I am ready for the next level. I'm more than ready for the next level. It is more my money mindset that has been holding me back than anything else, because I feel that the next level is basically waiting for me. So I am now seeking new and more experienced experts who understand where I want to go and can help me get there. So in the last few months, I work with some amazing people and I still am. So this is pretty much going on right now, but I wanted to share this with you. So I can see the list of experts growing this year and in the future years and helping me achieve my big vision. So I want to give you a little sneak peek in what I've been doing to share with you the experts that I'm working with lately. So first of all, in May, I hired a stylist for the first time. And it's interesting because one of my VIP clients, my VIP mastermind clients is a stylist. So I absolutely understand the benefit of hiring a stylist, but I hadn't done it myself because I think I have a pretty good taste. My uh, mother or my parents had a fashion store. I was like age 10 to 12 and they had a fashion store. So I have always been involved in fashion. The best friends of my parents had one of the top luxury fashion stores in Iceland for many, many years. I was always wearing the latest fashion and I knew everything about it. This as a child, teenager, grown up, I would make my own clothes. And then when I was a student, yeah, maybe I would save a bit more on the clothes then. But you know, I thought I did not need someone. But the thing is, as my business grows, my mindset grows too. Not just money mindset, but this, this notion of hiring expert is not a cost. It is an investment. So my dream for a long time had been to do a photo shoot in New York. 
and I had not done anything. I had not acted on that dream, but it was in my mind, like photo shoot in New York. That's something that I wanted to do one day. Now that one day came sooner than I thought because I'm in a mastermind. I'm in the inner circle of James Wetmore and one of my mastermind buddies there suggested that we book a group photo shoot. Not with the idea that we would make a group picture, but we would hire a photographer for a day and we would do slots. And she asked Jasmine Starr, who is also in our mastermind, for someone so she would recommend in New York. And she recommended a photographer. Uh, this mastermind buddy of mine booked her and I booked three slots. And now I thought to myself, this is my opportunity. I'm going to hire a stylist. So I reached out to the one stylist I knew in the United States that she's my Facebook friend for a couple of years. And I knew she was doing great work. She has been the stylist of Marie Forleo for a while. So she was the only one I knew. So instead of trying to find someone else, I thought, oh, maybe I can work with her. So I reached out to her and we had an amazing session. We went together to Bloomingdale's. She had scouted the shop first to make sure they had enough red clothes. And I got amazing clothes, things that uh, I would not have discovered on my own. Also, much faster, saved me time. I discovered new brands and I bought things that I would otherwise not have bought. So I invested in a stylist. I invested in a makeup artist. Also, most of the time, people hire a makeup artist just to do the makeup. But I asked the makeup artist to be on the shot. So I paid her two extra hours to be there and fix my hair and fix my makeup during the photo shoot. This is an extra investment, not cost, that I think is worth it. Because if you have a photographer, a photo shoot, and your hair is flying around or the lipstick is gone, you're not going to be happy with the pictures. So I asked to do that and I, I didn't see anyone else doing this, but this is something that I know is really worth it. Well, now I have a makeup artist and photographer in New York. You know, I always would say when I work with someone once and I like them, that I have someone like I have them as a part of my extended team and I can go back to them. And what I did actually, two weeks later, I was back in New York. I was going to voice con with Gary Vaynerchuk and VaynerMedia. And I decided to do another photo shoot because the first photo shoot was in the meatpacking district. It was great photo shoot, but it did not show the New York skyline. And that was in my dream. My dream was a photo shoot with the New York skyline. So I did a second photo shoot and got the same amazing people, the same makeup artist and the same photographer to do it with me. It was again, hey, we didn't even need to talk, maybe a little bit, but they have now become a part of my extended team. I have hired a new photographer for my next Samba launch. Someone that I have seen doing amazing things with James Wetmore and other people from the inner circle. So I am truly excited. She's already working on the copy, interviewing uh, my clients. We've done some intense work together, surveyed our audience. Uh, so I'm truly excited to take also the copywriting up to the next level. Then I've done something that I've procrastinated on for a long time. As you may or may not know, my website is made by me. I did not hire a graphic designer or a web designer. The website that is now currently there, uh, well, at the release of this episode at least, uh, was done by me in July 2015. 
in pretty much two hours with a few tweaks. I was working also with a company called VP Curve. They do little tweaks in WordPress for you. So I could send to them and uh, send them a message and say, move the red bar up there and make it smaller and da, da, da. And that were a, were a few tasks. But basically, I put up my website myself in two hours in July 2015. Why? The website before I was not happy with. It was, uh, was a little bit outdated. So I quickly set up this new theme because the video of my TEDx talk was coming out and I wanted to have a pretty website with TEDx pictures. So most of the pictures I put on my website actually in July 2015 were from my TEDx talk. Since then I've changed it a little bit. You will see a few from my TEDx talk still. But uh, basically, uh, yeah, I put this website together in two hours and it's still there. So it's not bad, no, but I have so outgrown the website in my mind. I'm miles away. Like I'm on the moon and the website is on the earth. That's pretty much how I feel. And uh, I want something completely different. I want something that is more like the future me. And how do I do that? I have known that I need a corporate identity. I need a branding person. I have been searching and I didn't find the right person. But the thing is, when I finally asked myself, who do I really, really want to work with? Actually, that person was right in front of me. And I had seen her amazing work. I had seen her do amazing things three, four years ago. And there was a part of me thinking, should I do that? You know, and I was thinking of working with someone locally in Iceland and but they don't understand online business. So I thought to myself, no, I'm going to reach out to the person that was probably on my mind the whole time. I just didn't see it. Often it's right in front of us. Anyway, I'm truly excited. We just got started. So I have not much to share yet. I can just tell you from our first interaction that we are fully aligned. I am super excited about a new brand, basically rebranding of Sigrun.com and everything we do is coming soon. It will take a few months, but um, I'm super excited. And it feels it feels like I can also use this to uh, look through my business because branding, we, we look at branding as just like, oh, pretty pictures. No, branding is also realigning your business, your business strategy. And there are things that I've possibly wanted to change in my business. And now with the rebranding, I feel I'm able and ready and willing to do it. So it is so cool. I have one more thing to share with you that I've been investing in lately. Yes, it's not a cost, it's an investment. So obviously you're listening to my podcast and this is episode 198. So two episodes from now, we have episode 200 and we are reaching 100,000 downloads. And the thing is, I feel that I am interviewing all these guests, but I am not on so many podcasts. I got a lot of requests in the beginning of my business, but then I have not been actively doing anything about it. And I know you can just sit and wait for things to happen. You can wait very long. And maybe you get a request from time to time. You know, I do get interview requests. I do get speaking engagement requests. But if you want something in life or business, you need to ask. 
And either you need to do it yourself or you have someone else ask on behalf of you. And I think it's not the best use of my time or the time of my team to reach out and find podcasts and ask if I could be a guest. So what I've done, finally, after thinking about it and getting some digestion that I should actually do this, I've hired a podcasting agency to reach out for me. And as soon as I decided to do it, I had not even had the interview with him. I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Why am I doing this now? Why didn't I do this a year ago? (laughs) But I guess we're all supposed to learn something. And the cool thing is, instead of having hired this podcasting agency a year ago, now I have, when I will be on the first podcast, 200 episodes. I have my own podcast. I've interviewed a lot of people. I have a great network. So I see a lot of benefits doing this now and not sooner. Although I can also be saying, why did I do this sooner? (laughs) So I am hiring all these experts, but why am I hiring all these experts? Well, obviously they have an expertise that I don't have. And in order to get where I want to go, I need advice and implementation. You notice that none of these people are coaches or mentors. This episode is not about that. This episode is about experts. And when you hire an expert, they are also coaching and consulting you, but they implement for you. They implement things for you and that moves your business faster. So besides working with experts that are on my team and some are me project-based, I also, of course, have mentors and some are paid and some are my friends, but mentors will not necessarily sit down with you for hours and hours and figure out your copy on branding on Facebook ads. That's why you need to hire experts for all of these tasks. I really want to encourage you to look at hiring experts as an investment, not a cost. I've mentioned it several times in this episode. And I want you to think about where do you want to be a year from now? And what does that mean that you need to do now? And this is exactly the reason why I'm hiring all these experts exactly at this moment. I'm making a huge investment in the last months and in the coming months. It's a huge investment, but I know where I want to be a year from now. And I will not get there by doing the same thing with the same team and the same experts. I need people that can bring me to that next level and I am in my mind at that next level but in order to get there I need the help of these experts and that's why and that's how hiring experts elevates your business and your brand. Want to know how I built my business? In the seven stages video series I share case studies from my business so you can build your business faster. Go to sign.com forward slash 198 to sign up and there you also get the show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Signal Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.